0: Welcome to episode 37 of 10-Minute Tips to Teach Music. Welcome to 10-Minute Tips to Teach Music with Clarissa Custom Music's very own Kerry Lacey. Hi everybody, welcome to episode 37. In this episode, I want to share with you part one of how to build the music department of your dreams. It was a series of KCM TV broadcasts done through Facebook Live back in December. I do hope you enjoy part one of how to build the music department of your dreams. Hi everybody, my name's Kerry Lacey and I'm the owner of Clarissa Custom Music and I would like to welcome you to my new venture. So next year marks 20 years of service to the music and entertainment and education industries uh, with Clarissa Custom Music. I'm very, very proud of all the things that we've managed to do over the last 19 years. But of course, with every new milestone, we must continue to progress and continue to change and to continue to deliver uh, new methods and new ways and new things for our customers. So that brings me to KCM TV. So every month there's going to be a topic for the KCMTB broadcast. It'll be a Facebook live event, just as this one is. And what we're going to do is split that topic into four episodes for the whole month. And hopefully with a little bit of luck, you'll be able to pick up some tips and tricks that'll help you with some of those big questions you have in your music department or those big questions you have in your secondary music teaching. So, I know that a lot of you are probably in the middle of reports you're probably writing reports. You're probably reading reports. Uh, you're definitely correcting reports and you're probably reading someone else's reports. You're probably correcting somebody else's reports and you're probably sick of reports and you're probably running late with your reports. Uh, we do know what it's like at this time of the year. so hopefully this will be a little, a nice distraction for you over the uh, next next 20 minutes or so. So today I wanna to talk about how to build the music department of your dreams. Yes, it does exist. I can stand here today and tell you the music department of your dreams does exist. So uh, let's find out how it can exist for you. It's a couple of things you need to think about. I'm sure that you have heard this story. I'm sure it sounds incredibly familiar to you. You rock up to a new school. The music department is practically non-existent. You hear about this amazing teacher that used to be at the school. They were incredibly liked by the kids. They were legends in the kids' eyes. They were legends in the teachers' eyes. They were just amazing. They played every instrument under the sun. They ran the department on a shoestring. They turned Mount mountain into a molehill, blah, 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 blah. I'm sure you've heard that story and I'm sure you've walked in and you... Um, hi. I'm sure you walked in and you, uh, and you say to yourself, my God, how on, how on earth am I going to help this music department? How on earth am I going to engage? What's going on? I've got this legacy that, that existed before me. And of course, you sort of go, well, that's, that's extraordinary. And then another teacher comes in, and when that other teacher comes in, they're not the same. They don't have the same skill set. They don't have the same personality. They don't have the same vision for the department. And consequently, they run the department into the ground. So you get there and all of a sudden you had this thriving music department that that people talk about, oh, it was amazing 10 years ago when we had this. And then you get there and you realize that it's nothing like that at all. And all of a sudden you're faced with the fact that you actually have to build the department back up. And you might not have the same skill set. You might not have any of that. And you've got to somehow wipe the slate clean and you've got to start again. So this is the thing. If you want to build the music department of your dreams, it's got to start with you. Okay, there's a lot of experienced music teachers out there who've either built successful departments from scratch or they've expanded on existing departments and they will tell you the same thing. It starts with you, whether you run the department, whether you um, are part of a department or whether you are just on your own. It's all going to come back to you because music teachers are individuals. They've got different skill sets. They've got different engagement abilities they've got different directions for their music department and there's a lot of teachers out there who a lot of department owners out there who actually don't have a vision for their music department they just think oh I want to try and do this and I want to try and do that and then when it doesn't work they kind of go oh well, that doesn't work so now what I'm going to do so they don't have a vision so it's really important to start with you because you're going to be the driving force so how do you start with you well Let me tell you how you start with you. Uh, Where am I going? Forgive me for a second. Scroll this down. So the next little piece of information I want to give you is I want to have a chat to you, a little chat to you about how we find out about you. All right. So you're a creative. You're a music department owner or you're part of the music department and you need to find out a little bit more about you. Music departments are driven by personalities. Okay, your students have got heaps of personality and they've got lots of different personalities. They've got lots of different learning abilities. So basically the best place to start is with your personality. Now if you don't know anything about yourself or if you're not sure about how you're perceived or if you're a bit confused about your personality, then go and take a personality test. The best one on the market is the Enneagram test. Now anyone who's done business studies or anyone who teaches business studies will have heard the Enneagram test. The Enneagram test contains of nine personalities uh, and each of those personalities um, dictate uh, how, how you operate I guess within your department. So for example it won't probably surprise anyone who knows me personally that I am a perfectionist so I'm a type one or a number one personality. Now mind you my perfectionist personality is only one percent higher than my second which is a giver or a helper depending on which test you look at as to what they call them call the nine different personalities but i'm a perfectionist by one percent only one percent but that means that i'm the sort of person that's going to have a set standard i'm going to have a set of values i'm going to have an operating system that my body will default to my brain will default to so consequently How does that operating system work when it's healthy, unhealthy, or average? So that's what you want to find out. You want to find out what your personality type is. Like for example, you could be a giver. A giver is a type two. All right, now if you're a giver, that means that you want to help people. That's your whole thing in life. You just want to help people. You want to get out there. You want to solve the problems of the world. You want to um, be absolutely um, uh uh, part of people's worlds in order to make their lives a better place now that's great that's when you're healthy when you're average you're kind of a bit distracted with things but you're pretty much on the case you still want to help a lot of people when you're unhappy though everything anybody says to you drives you completely crazy it really annoys you and you get really frustrated with people really quickly and that's, that goes against what your personality type is like because you are a helper or a giver. So then you feel guilty and then you think to yourself, oh, it must be my fault. And then you put your head in the sand and then you go, okay, I'm a horrible person. So by understanding your personality type, for example, I have a student who's a perfectionist. Now she is a young perfectionist. So she's the sort of person, incredibly intelligent when it comes to music and she is able to explain things. She can make great notes, really good notes, but it's not the perfect answer. So when she's in an exam and she goes to write a sentence or write a response, she actually does not put a pen on the page because she's a perfectionist. She needs to work it and work it and work it until it's right. Then she will put it on the page. Now, of course, in our exams that that the students do, they don't have time to create the perfect answer. So she has to be told, it's okay, you can put things on the page that aren't completely perfect. You know, one of the tips you could do with a perfectionist student is you could say, it's okay, your average is everyone else's top because they work so hard to make it perfect. And that makes sense to them. So by learning about the Enneagram personalities, you can help yourself and you can also help your students. More importantly, this is about you, all right? If you are in an unhealthy position. And when I say unhealthy, I mean stressed. Like now, you're writing reports, right? Everybody wants a piece of you. Everybody wants you to present something for the presentation assemblies. All the kids are starting to wind down because the assessment period's over and they know that it's time you know, to, to kind of relax a little bit. So you haven't got super engagement going on in your classes because the kids are a little bit distracted. You've got people wanting you for a bunch of things and you've got all these reports to write. That's classified as an unhealthy environment. Yeah, your your whole well being's out the window at the moment. Your balance is all off. So unhealthy doesn't have to be sick. Unhealthy can just be off balance. Yeah. So consequently, um, you consequently you then uh, react in a different way to the way you would normally react because of your personality type. So if you go and take the Enneagram test and find out what your personality is, and I've got a a link for you, I've got a takeaway for you uh, at the end here, so you can jump on this, you don't have to do anything for it, you literally just go to the the website kcmtv.com.au, that's kcmtv.com.au, scroll down past the first screen and there's the little episode block and it'll say, grab your takeaway or get your takeaway and just click on that and the document will download so go right ahead it's got the link to the enneagram test i recommend now there's a whole bunch of enneagram tests you can take if you jump online and google it there's a bunch of them but the one that i have found to be probably the the best one for uh for students and for you as a a beginning teacher or or you as a a teacher who's never taken an enneagram before uh, would be the truity one because What I like about it is that it's a simple test. It's free. So you and all the students are able to access the information without having to pay anybody. If you want more in-depth information about your scan on all 36 personalities, then you can pay for that if you wish. It's up to you. But I would recommend the one that I'm putting in the package, the link I'm putting in, because it's quite good. Now, the Enneagram is one place to start. The other place to start is your uh, strengths. So people in businesses use these tests in order to help their workers to find out where they fit into the into the world of business, I suppose, or in their business world. So the Strengths Test, there's two of them. There's Strengths Test and then there's Strengths 2.0. Both of those are a, a test of answering a bunch of questions. And again, it's the same as Enneagram. It's sliding scale questions you either agree or disagree, and there's a sliding scale between. Uh, you answer them to the best of your ability. Try not to think too much about them. Um, and just let them go and just kind of go with your gut feeling on a lot of the questions. And what will happen with the one that I'm recommending um, in, the, in the takeaway package is that you'll actually get the top five strengths, what your top five strengths are. So at, the, at this point in time, at this point in my life, my top five strengths, my top one is optimist followed by something called um, a planner which is somebody who uh, likes to make a plan and will execute on the plan. So that's a good thing when you're running a business particularly. Um, My third one is something called believer, which means I believe in people. So I believe in the goodness in people. I believe that people have high potential. I believe that people um, can do extraordinary things. Having said that, with believer, it means that I have a high set of values, which is where it comes from with my perfectionist setup. Uh, my fourth one is coach not surprising I'm a teacher and the last one was self believer which is not arrogance um, but it's actually belief in my own ability to execute something so I believe in myself if it's up to me it will get done so it's that type of a a belief so self believer believing in what you can achieve what you can do yeah so um, that's my top five strengths I've done this test with staff and students So um, with other teachers, what they find with these five strengths is some of them are quite surprised that they actually have those strengths. You know, there's been several cases where I've had somebody do one of the tests and do the strengths test and they've come back to me and said, I didn't know that I was a planner or I didn't know that I had a strength in coaching. You know, they felt that what they were saying in classes and the way they were dealing with the students wasn't working. But once they actually were empowered with this information, and the strength test told them that they actually have this this strength in them, Uh, their whole perspective changed on their classroom, it changed on the way they they dealt with their day, it changed on the way they handled things at home, Um, it made big changes to people. So the strength test can really be quite transformative for students and for staff. Um, And there's all sorts of strengths. Uh, You can use this, you can get your leadership teams to do it, you can get... um, you know, you can get your uh, ensemble leaders to do it. You can get your senior executive to do it. Um, it's the strength test is just fabulous. It's a fabulous tool, and I think more schools should should get involved in it. So they're the places I would start. Start with you. Find out what your personality is. Find out what your strengths are, and that's where you need to work. So when you are building the music department of your dreams, you want to be happy. You want to be engaging. You want to be The best version of you, you can be. So find out what your personality is. Find out what your strengths are. And you'd be surprised, actually. You might think you know what they are. But I've got to say, I was really, really surprised when mine came up as optimist. Because yes, I do see the glass half full. But there's a lot of times where I see the bad in things or I see the problems or I I see all the troubleshooting. So I actually didn't think that was going to come up. I also didn't think that... um, coach was going to come up necessarily okay now having said that I've had a team of teachers do it recently and a lot of them had coach because teachers seem to have that skill set not surprising Um, some of my students actually uh, they're much younger obviously than I and some of them have taken the test and I've watched them um, look at the uh, strengths that they actually have listed the top five strengths that they have and then start to think about the way that they actually Communicate with people and the way that they work in their school and in their classrooms at home and some of them have been saying to me I didn't you know when I read through what the descriptions were There were a number of things that were me definitely and there were a couple of things that weren't um, For example, I had one student who had planner down and he always said that he struggled with Planning and preparation and I said to him well clearly not because you have planner as a strength according to this test so, why don't you start thinking about the fact that you actually have the skill set in you, you just need to go and find it. Um, and all of a sudden that boy is about to go into his assessments and he's smiling and he's having a fabulous time in preparation because he's all over it. He's really super excited about the fact that he is ahead of his schedule, he knows what he's doing with his assessments, he's not stressed because he actually has a strength in planning. He's been alerted to the fact he has it. So these strength tests and the Enneagram personality tests are such a cool thing to take. I would highly recommend everybody do them, I really would. So if you wanna know where to get those tests from, just head on over to kcmtv.com.au and if you jump on the front page, you'll see the little thing and just click on the link to say, take get the takeaway. And the presentation that I've just done is there. So just some information about um, some of the things I've talked about uh, building your music department. And then you can click on the links to take you to the Truity and the High Five. So do go and have a look at those. I highly recommend it. And I recommend that for anybody, whether you're a teacher or not. Okay, go and find out what your personality is, go and find out what your strengths are because we all love to know more about ourselves Uh, and these tests are proven to give you very solid information um, that you'll be able to take on board and and see how it fits in with your life and your, your, I guess, your goals in life. Okay, so next time on KCM TV, we're going to continue with the how to build a music department of your dreams. And like I said trust me it can be done because I have got one I've got the music department on my dreams so um, you can uh, next week when we're looking at the next set we're actually going to have a quick chat about some particular actually have a quick chat about um, just forgive me about the students so we're actually going to talk about how kids learn and and what sorts of things I'm seeing these days with students in the classroom because when I first started teaching many years ago um, there were very definitive styles of student learners. With the invention of technology and with our millennials, there is a very different type of learner out there now. Uh, it is not the type of learner that we're used to. So if you're in, in my era, um, so you're if you're in that era of born around six, late 60s, 70s, uh, then you are gonna be noticing a big difference with the student that's in your classroom. And you need to get to know those kids and how those kids learn because that teamed with your personality and your strengths is going to build your music department and build the energy within your music department. Because all creative spaces require energy. The energy's got to come from within. That's got to come from you. Regardless of whether you're on your own or in a team. Okay. So until next time, don't forget to head on over to kcmtv.com.au. I also have a Facebook group called kcmtv.com.au. By all means, please jump on there and join the group more than happy to have more people on board share this with your friends uh don't forget that i also have a podcast called 10 minute tips to teach music this audio from this particular presentation will be going up there as episode 35 i think it is um so that uh the information gets out to a couple of sources don't forget to have a listen to the podcast like it so that i can uh, move up in the rankings and people get to know more about it that's how it works out there in the podcast land, the more reviews you have and the more feedback you get, the more uh, other people are exposed to it. So we want to share the love. We want to make sure everybody gets lots of really cool information and can um, and make music departments of their dreams. That's because that's what we want to do. We want to create the best music classrooms on the planet. So let's do it here at KCMTV. I do hope that you have enjoyed the first part of KCMTV's Facebook Live broadcast, How to Build a Music Department of Your Dreams. In episode 38, I'll be bringing you part two. Until next time, look after yourselves, stay safe, and see you next week. You've been listening to 10 Minute Tips to Teach Music with Clarissa Custom Music's Kerry Lansing.